Good morning, good morning. It's so good to be here again with you today and so excited again to have Ricky and Michelle and Rachel with me and we are super pumped about what God's going to be speaking today and um, I hope you have spent this week uh, tuning into the voice of the Lord and and working on the frequency and dialing in so that you can hear God well. And uh, last week we talked about uh, moving away from a systematic uh, you know, religious kind of relationship with God to seeking after a, a, an intimacy and having having an encounter with God. It's so important for us to have an encounter with God. Although we love the discipline of our devotions and our time, but to let that discipline of devotion move us into the encounters, into the a place where we hear God's voice throughout the day, even into the night. And we'll talk later on about even into our dreams, even into our visions and what God is speaking and what God is saying and, and listening to the voice of God. And I just thought about this. Sometimes we need to listen to the voice of God because sometimes God has sent uh, someone in our pathway that will say something to us, maybe in a store, or maybe at a coffee shop, or maybe at our workplace, or maybe our spouse, they'll just say, our kids, Ricky was just talking about one of what one of his, his children says, you know, and the Lord will say, okay, that's my voice, that's what I'm speaking to you today. So we, we always listen to the voice of God and tuning into what the Spirit is saying and tuning out what the world is saying and what what this chaos around us is saying, what the systems of the world are saying, because we, we we're, we're of another system. We're of a heavenly system, and we pray heaven come to earth, and we need to know what, what the heaven is saying and what heaven is speaking. Today, we're going to talk about my sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice, and knowing the voice of the Father. So let's take a second and watch this quick video. One more time. So I want to pick up from that. It was a great video, man. I'm telling you, it's, it, just seeing those sheep, just totally ignoring all those other voices and not even listening to them. And then the shepherd comes and he speaks with a, just a still, small voice. And when he speaks with his quiet voice, they know that voice. I was telling these ladies that we were talking about their series a few weeks ago. I used to work on a ranch and, and uh, we had a bunch of beef cattle. 
and I would watch the rancher come out and I would be out there trying to call the cows up and I'd be like trying to do it like him and, and I would use the same words and I'd shake the same bucket. <laughs> and I mean, the cows that were close by would come up because they'd see the bucket of food. But you know, when he would walk up and he would, he would do this little thing, he'd say, whoopty girls, whoop, whoopty girls. <laughs> and man, them cows would come out of the woods and they would come out of everywhere else. And, and he said it was such a gentle, quiet spirit and uh and those cows would come from everywhere because they knew the voice of the rancher they knew the voice of the person who cared for them who fed them who took care of them and and i would always like how do you do that and i would go out when he wasn't there and try to mimic him and they wouldn't come for nothing because <laughs> they knew who the rancher was i was just a hired hand and uh so uh, we, we want to know the voice of the Lord. Let's read from the scripture today in, uh, in, in John 10. And let's just start with this. It says, And Jesus said to the Pharisees, Listen to this eternal truth. The person who sneaks over the wall to enter into the sheep pen rather than coming through the gate reveals himself as a thief coming to steal. The one who comes in the wrong way, the wrong voice, he's come to steal. The scripture tells us that Satan has come to steal kill and destroy. It's so important that we know that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness that are coming in to speak things and say things and prophesy things over us and declare things over us. That is not God. And they're coming in with the wrong voice. And when we tune into the voice of the Lord, then we are hearing as the sheep hears the shepherd. But the true shepherd walks right in the gate. He's not sneaky. He walks right into the gate because the gatekeeper knows he, who he is and he opens the gate to let him in. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the gatekeeper. He's the Holy Spirit. He opens the gate to let the Father in and the sheep recognize the voice of the shepherd, Jesus, and he calls his own by name and he leads them out. I can hear the shepherd saying, hey, Ricky, hey, Michelle, hey, Rachel. He calls them by name because he is so intimate with us. He don't say, here, sheepy sheep. No, he don't do that. He says, here, here, come here. And he speaks your name because he is an intimate relationship with him. For they belong to him. We don't belong to ourselves. We belong to the Lord. And when he is bought, he's brought out the sheep, he walks ahead of them and they will follow him for they are familiar with his voice, but they will, they will run away from a stranger and never follow them because they know it's the voice of a stranger. Mm. So good. So good. So good. Come on. So I just want, I just want today, was we talk about the sheep know my voice. Last week we talked about, is that, is that the Lord or is that me? Did I, is that God's voice or is that me? Now we've tuned in to the voice of the Lord. And we hear and we recognize the shepherd and we know his voice. It's such a powerful, powerful thing. I want y'all to share with me what God's put on your heart about this uh, and knowing the voice of the Lord. Maybe an experience that you had where God spoke to you. I want to tell one real quick before I let you do that. I had many people ask me one time, say, how does the, how does the Lord speak to you? I've told this story before. It's not new. But uh, uh, I was sitting at a gas station with my whole family in the car. You want to talk about noise. Man, when you get five <laughs> girls in a car and you got, uh, you're got you loaded up in a, in, a, in a Suburban and all this noise and we're on a road trip and, you know, and they're all got iPads or whatever, some other noise. They're not just their noise. They got other noise with them. And 
and we, I filled up with gas and I got in the car and the Lord began to just speak to me. He said, there's a policeman. It was at a crossroads. I could go one direction or another. And he said, there's a policeman shooting radar down the road. And I was like, and so what are you, are you warning me? Or he says, no, you asked me how to hear my voice. I'm telling you, there's a policeman. So now I'm curious. I could have went the other direction, avoided the police altogether. But instead, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try this out. So I went the direction that he told me the police were. And sure enough, right down the road, there was, there was some motorcycle cops, and they were shooting radar. And, and, and the Lord said, I want to speak to you about everything in your life. Yeah, that's good. I want you to hear my voice. Now, I don't think the Lord's trying to get us out of tickets. I'm okay, I think he wants us to, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I travel a lot. But, but I think the goal was that the Lord want to say, hey, I'll take a simple, simple, practical thing that you're saying, you're talking about, you want to hear my voice. Here's a practical thing to yes. hear my voice. And I want you to know that I'm speaking to you all the time. Can you think so of a good. moment like that in your life? Yes. Yeah. So. I think one of the biggest moments in my life that was so life-altering was after Monday night prayer meeting and the Lord just kept speaking to me about ask pastor to pray for you for baptism of love hmm. because I want to love people like you love people and um and that night forever changed my life and it was it, you know it's one of those things for me when I can't let it go you know and it's like okay is that me or was that God and it's like well, I can't let it go so I knew like stay in this moment ask him to pray for you and just an amazing impartation came because I was obedient to the voice of God. And so often that happens. And, you know, I've had amazing things. Shine Conference, the women's conference was all his voice. You know, One Louisiana was all oh, yeah. his voice. Oh, yeah. You know? Let's talk about that. <laughs> because when she came to me and she said, God said to do One Louisiana, I had not heard the voice of the Lord on that. I'm going to be very clear about that. <laughs> and I was like, I hope it's God because this is going to cost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You know, I was very concerned that, that she had heard from the Lord. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, you know, and in my mind, because I had done those things before, I, I was automatically calculating the cost. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, Jesus, yeah. you know. And, and, and that's a good example mm -hmm. because even though I'm your pastor and your leader and, mm -hmm. and, you know, I have authority in your life and I speak mm -hmm. into your life, we still have sometimes that the Lord is speaking to us and we, we you came to me as an authority mm -hmm. and if I'd have said no, no we're not doing that you would have done it but but that's not the point we're trying to make but the Lord was speaking to you mm -hmm. and as a leader I had to go back and say okay God are you speaking this mm -hmm. then I need to submit mm -hmm. to your voice as well mm -hmm. and it yeah. took me a few it took me a little, <laughs> a little right. wrestling yeah. well and it's interesting because here it was a $50,000 project that we took on. And um, and it's funny because at first, like God will just say like, hey, do this. And it's like, oh, this is going to be so easy. <laughs> like we're just going to call all the churches together and we're going to pray and we're going to pray over our state and over our region. And everybody's going to come and it's going to be easy. And then you start working out the details. It's like, <laughs> God, that wasn't so that wasn't easy, so easy. <laughs> but it's so fun. Like, you know, because at the end of it, when he never said everything's going to be easy, what he said, it was, it was going to be worth it. And so, and you know, it's just one of those things that at first, when you hear his voice, you don't necessarily know the domino effect that's going to happen later on. Um, 
and you just leave that up to him. And but yeah, he's it's amazing when we are actually obedient to his voice and the glory that he gets from it. And all that was just an offering to him, you know. And but at the same time, you know, you you get that notch in your in your belt buckle. You get it like okay, we have history. Yes. Now we have history. I had a um, a doctor that I called on. Dr. Alvarado, he's in Franklinton, Louisiana, and when I was a pharmaceutical rep, and one time I walked in his office, and all he's doing is sitting there, listening to different sounds of a heartbeat, hmm. and with the stethoscope, what he would hear, but it was on his computer, and so over and over and over again, he would say, this is what an irregular heartbeat sounds like, oh, wow. or he would say, this is AFib. Or he would huh. say, and this is this, and he would listen to it over and over and over again. So when he put that stethoscope on somebody's heart, he could know exactly what he was so familiar with the sound. Yes. And just like us, when we become so familiar with the heart of God, with the heart of God and we he he spoke one Louisiana, he spoke that. And we did it and we say, okay, that's another notch. We listened. That's another notch in our belt. We listened there. It's an so I began to tune into his voice because I have history with him. Right. And it gives you confidence. And oh, yes, and now builds. I have total confidence in what I'm listening to. Yeah. Yes. So like David, David was there in a place of worship where always his voice comes from is a place of worship. And David was in a place of worship when the Lord called him to be king he was he was you know this is not in the story of david but i have a feeling that david came from the field already knowing mm -hmm. that he was appointed to be king mm -hmm. i just feel that because david walked in confidence and that's why he killed a lion and a bear though mm -hmm. so when he faced a giant when he came to a giant he didn't say oh man i don't know if this is god or not maybe i should listen to the voice of my brothers maybe i should listen to the voice of the king and just pack my bags and go home and not do a hard thing. Mm -hmm. Not do a hard thing. I don't know that I ever can think of when I heard the voice of the Lord on something of that nature that it wasn't hard. Right. Yeah. But the confidence came saying, this is God. Mm -hmm. This Same is God. Name. And yeah. I go back to the story when Angela and I came to Hammond. You know, the first week we came and preached, you know, we just left town and we did what we were asked to do by our elders. The next week when we came and preached, we got in the car and started driving home and Angie just began to weep. And I was like, what are you crying for? She's like, God's telling us to move to Hammond. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and we just moved into our home. We just had our first baby. Angela had a fantastic job. We were close <laughs> to our families. It didn't seem like that would be what God would speak. I always said, I don't want to live in South Louisiana. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to live in South Louisiana. Here you are rocking it. Here we are in South <laughs> Louisiana. And so 23 years later, we're in South Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And and I was reading this morning from my bishop this morning about how Bishop Tenney, and he said, you better be careful when you're always using the words the Lord said to fit something you want to do. Oh, that's good. Be careful yeah. with that. Amen. Be careful because you will confuse when the Lord did say, mm -hmm. when the Lord did say. Mm -hmm. And so he, he was given an illustration about a pastor who always, every three years when times got hard or every couple of years when times got hard, he would say, the Lord said for me to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. No, the Lord said for you to plant and do the hard things. Mm -hmm. And when you do the hard things, then you have 
confidence you have a lion and a bear in your pocket so you're ready to face a giant in your life Amen. Amen. because you're following the voice of the shepherd yes yeah so good very good it's building <laughs> our good. testimony and it's one of the practices that we can do with, with journaling is to reflect back even on the day before you know like god you told me to do this and this is what happened and this was my response and why did i have that response and and so we're learning more about ourselves and more about him through that um, reflecting back mm -hmm. and seeing you mm -hmm. did talk to me mm -hmm. and i did hear your voice and it, so we're growing in confidence in our walk with him yeah. well, what's, sure. what is testimony it's the spirit of prophecy. So yes. it's saying, God, do it again. Yes. Yeah, my testimony says, God, just do it again. Yes. Because you have that history. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And as you were talking about the heart, you know, when you hear God's voice, sometimes there's hard paths to take. And you think, if you really look at a, a shepherd, sheep, when I was in Israel, I can think they would go up the mountaintops and it wasn't flat ground the whole time. Mm -hmm. There was peaks and there was valleys yes. to mm -hmm. go through. So mm -hmm. it's like, but it's just focusing on his voice and listening to his voice will take you through the highs mm -hmm. and the lows and Amen. and all the different paths in life. Because just because we hear his voice doesn't mean life's going to be easy or what he spoke to us is going <laughs> to be easy. Amen. But it's just he has things for us to mm -hmm. do. But so let's flip that though for a minute, Ricky. How would it be to go through those things that we're going to go through anyway without his voice? Oh, it would be terrible. <laughs> I mean, you know, like right. like in this season we're in right now, mm -hmm. we, we've had months of pandemic and we've had this chaos and over all these rioting and we have, a, you know, all these things that happen in life, mm -hmm. not to mention just daily life, not just to mention, right. you know, the, the routine of life. But then these things come. We talked about this last week about having already having your prayer life and having being prepared for a fiery right. furnace and being prepared for a prison and being prepared. You know, it's crazy how Paul's preaching about being free when he's in chains. Right. You know why he's preaching about being free when he's in chains? Because he's all, his freedom is wasn't, wasn't talking about earthly right. things. It was right. talking about heavenly things. That's so good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's riding from a prison with chains on his feet, and he's talking about living in a place of freedom. Yeah, because free. What a hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. How you write on paper, mm -hmm. God is a God of freedom. Mm -hmm. Why I'm trying to pull a chains up to where I can write it and get it a position where I can do that. So it's so important that we know that, that we're going to go through things in life. Life is going to happen, mm -hmm. whether we like it or not. You know, we're going to have disappointments in life. We're going to have valleys. We're going to have mountaintops. Amen. We're going to have those. How difficult it is as a sheep not to hear mm -hmm. the voice of God. And to go back, like last week, we talked about living out of that systematic Christianity. That's when right. we—that's when we will will run to something else, trying to find something else to ease mm -hmm. that that situation we're in, because we've tuned out the voice of the Lord. So we've turned to earthly, carnal things to try to navigate through difficulty. And I love the the end of that scripture you read earlier. It says, "But they will run away from strangers and never mm. follow them because they know it's the voice of a stranger." the importance of knowing the voice of God in these mm -hmm. turbulent times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're walking so good. So we want to tune in mm -hmm. to Him. I will say, just kind of piggyback what you talking about earlier about building that relationship and building that frequency of hearing His voice. I think one of the greatest ways we can do that is simply when we're walking in life to say, God, what do you want to say to them? Mm -hmm. 
Mm. What do you want to say to them? I remember we want to get a haircut this last week. Mm. And I was just praying before I even went out. I said, God, you have a word for Angel, she cuts my hair. Powerful woman of God. Like, you have a word for her? So sure good. enough, she's cut my hair. And he gave me a word for her. And she's like, I needed that. Yes. I needed that. But as we do that, Lord, what do you want to say to them? Mm. Lord, who do you want to say? Yes. What do you want to say to them? It builds up us knowing his voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Builds that consistency of the mm -hmm. communication and yeah. how he speaks. And to speak with a boldness and a mm -hmm. confidence. Right. That like the, the first time you hear it, you're like, uh, I yeah. think maybe <laughs> the Lord said maybe kind of but and it's as okay God to say is that. speaking. Right. You know, it's okay to say, I feel like the Lord is mm -hmm. saying this. You don't have to boldly say it at Not first. Like when you, yes. <laughs> yeah. But if you but yeah, it, when you're first learning to hear him and say, I feel like this, and even like asking somebody, does this sound like God to you? I mean, sometimes it, it takes doing that and having people around you that can discern the voice of God to help you recognize what his voice sounds like. And it's so important saying that's so important that we have godly counsel in our life. Amen. Yes. You Amen. know what I'm saying? Yes. Because I need to say when I'm hearing the voice of God, hey, let's take counsel, mm -hmm. let's reason together. What mm -hmm. is the Lord saying? Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes, you know, I hear people say, God said, and they step out on a limb that's about to break off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you, you, mm -hmm. you want to have godly counsel in your life. And, and so that that counsel in your life, when you say, hey, here's what I, I hear God saying. What are you hearing God saying? And here's what I found out so many times when I talk to pastors or I talk to even people in this group. I call Ricky and I say, here's what God's saying. Mm -hmm. and, and Ricky said, well, I'm not hearing that. Then I'll say, okay, well, I need to pray in this some more. Mm -hmm. right. That don't mean I say, well, you're wrong and I'm right. right. I'm taking right. counsel because in the multitude of counsel, there's safety. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's why our prophecy needs to be judged. Amen. That's why our, our word needs to mm -hmm. be judged. And then, and then, and then it, we know that we have confidence that God's speaking to us in, in those scenarios. Now, there are times in my life I didn't call somebody and say because it was a moment where the Lord was speaking right. and I mm -hmm. spoke it, but it had fruit on it. Yeah. Well, and, and even the Word says how we judge that. How do we judge prophecy? How do we judge words? And it's, is it, does it build up? Does it comfort? Does it encourage? Yeah. And if it does one of those three, it's you're the voice good. Of the Lord. That's the voice of the Lord. Because the enemy, what does he do? He comes in to rob us of peace. He comes in to bring fear. He, you know, so he to discourage. But what does God do? He always brings life. Absolutely. So going back to what we're talking about is the thief comes in with a wrong mm -hmm. voice, but the shepherd comes in with a still and gentle mm -hmm. voice. And I think about the prophet. He said it wasn't in the thunder. It wasn't in all that. But it was mm -hmm. in the still, small voice of the Lord. Yes. that I heard the voice of the Lord and I had confidence to walk in. Yeah. I had mm -hmm. confidence to walk in what God was saying. Mm -hmm. I know we talked about a little bit about this passage of scripture about Emmaus, the road to Emmaus, you want to share with us what God's speaking to you about that? Well, I think it's interesting that it's in Luke 24 and it's after Jesus has been crucified. It's actually three days after. And two disciples are walking down the road to Emmaus. And so, you know, put yourself into that situation. Their Messiah for generations have been, has been longed for and looked for. He shows up. In the middle of Roman rule, the Romans are still ruling. Mm -hmm. Their Messiah has been crucified, and now mm -hmm. he's missing. 
He's not even in the in the tomb that they went to visit. They're they're confused. They don't they're I mean they they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so someone joins them on the road. And the huh. scripture says <laughs> in verse 16 it says Jesus said to, to them, they don't know it's him, but he says, you seem to be in a deep discussion about something. What are you talking about? So sad and gloomy. They stopped and the one named Cleopas answered, haven't you heard? Are you the only one in Jerusalem unaware of the things that have been happening over the first two, few days? And Jesus said, what things? Well, let's go back to verse 16. They were unaware that it was Jesus walking alongside of them for God prevented them from recognizing him. Huh. Well, as um, Pastor asked me to, you know, what are your thoughts on this passage of Scripture? I was literally typing, and I was like, wow, I had revelation of what that meant. Jesus was teaching them, I believe, two things. First of all, he was teaching them to look back at the prophets and rely on Scripture. He, mm-hmm. he showed them through Scripture, look, this is what happened. The prophets said this was going to happen, and it's right there written in, in the Scripture that it did happen. So have confidence in the Scripture. But number two, he hid his, his fleshly body from them because he was fixing to leave them. So he was preparing them to listen to the presence of God and what was their physical reaction wow. to the presence of God. Wow. Yeah, so let's look at that. So... Um, is Slayer in, he said later on, this is in John 14, 25 and 26, he says, he had earlier told them at Passover, I will soon leave you, but I'm sending the Holy Spirit to teach you. And um, so the helper, the Holy Spirit is gonna teach them. So in verse 31, go to verse 31, all at once their eyes were opened. And it's interesting that it was when Jesus is breaking bread with them. There's a whole nother lesson in that. He's around a table breaking bread with them. And then in a flash, Jesus vanishes from their eyes. Verse 32, they said, stunned, they looked at each other and they said, why didn't we recognize it was him? Didn't our hearts burn with the flames of holy passion while he walked beside us, while we walked beside him? He unveiled for us such profound revelation from the scripture. So... Jesus was teaching his disciples, hey, your physical body is going to have a reaction to my presence. Wow. You need yeah. to learn how. Mm. And so I've thought of this many times, you know, what is my biggest mission in life? Well, it's to know him, right? Mm. And to make him known. So how much time am I spending? How much effort am I spending learning his language and my response mm-hmm. to his language? That's so good. That's wow. So good. Yeah. You know, when I think about that scripture too, it said Jesus that the Lord kind of guarded that. You know, he, you know, he, he's like, I want you to, I want you to press into this. Is what I feel like. You know, like, I, I, you know, let, let's let's find that place where we say, I don't want to be sensitive to your voice. Yes. I got to make that decision. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I think sometimes we're following Jesus, we're walking with Jesus, and. And we're doing again out of that systematic Christianity, mm-hmm. doing the right thing, mm-hmm. but missing the wrong road, mm-hmm. the right road. Mm-hmm. We're going the wrong way, doing the right thing. How do you do that? Because God has so much for us. Amen. 
that he wants to reveal to us. He wants to teach us the things he's got. You know, we read last week about the storehouse. He has all this stuff in the storehouse. He wanted to reveal to us, but we're, we're going about it the wrong way. And he wants us to back up for a moment and say so we can recognize his voice, even recognize his person. You know, not just his voice, but recognize his person. So as the Holy Spirit teaches us, we walk with the Holy Spirit. He's teaching us. And, and we talk a lot about revelation, but there is no revelation without Holy Spirit. Right. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. There is no revelation. There's knowledge. You can get knowledge, but there's Absolutely. no revelation without Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus was teaching them. Hey, you're fixing to you're fixing to explode on the face of the earth. <laughs> you're about to you're, you're about to experience something on the day of Pentecost that's never experienced before, and then I'm going to empty you out into the streets. Oh, there goes church again. It didn't stay in a building, <laughs> right? It didn't stay in the building. He said, "I'm supposed to empty you out in the streets." So mm -hmm. you need to know these mm -hmm. practical things of recognizing me yes. and hearing mm -hmm. my voice, yes. so that when when the Holy Spirit comes. You're going to have that confidence. Right. You know? It's interesting because I always have, almost like I read this, and I, I usually read the Road to Maus, um pretty much every year after Easter because I love the stories between Easter and Pentecost. It's some of my favorite stories of how he, Jesus came back and he was with them and revealed more to them. And um, But, yes, I was, I was reading that. It's like I almost looked down upon the disciples and say like how could they not recognize him how could they not yeah, understand <laughs> yeah like what's wrong with him he's like but the lord spoke to me and said how often am i there and you're not recognizing me wow and <laughs> to be in the middle of target and say i recognize your presence right here yes. mm -hmm. in the middle of driving your car i just recognize your presence right here and just because he just wants us to recognize him. He wants to be in those every single moment as we walk, as we talk with one another, as we have community with one another, as we pray. Yes, but what about the other times? What about in the Walmart? What about, you know, in your car? As you're disciplining your kids. <laughs> Let's recognize him. Let's recognize his presence in those moments. You know, Jesus asked his disciples one time in the passage of Scripture, you know, uh, they were trying to do miracles and it wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. He says, how long have you been with me and mm -hmm. you still don't get it? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I don't want to come to the end of my journey or the end of my time on this earth mm -hmm. and, and be saved and make it to heaven but missed it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't tune into the voice of the Lord. I don't want the Lord to say, how long were you with me and you still didn't right. get it? Well, and you know, it's also, how many, how many times did I miss the mark? And it, I'm not talking about a sin issue. I'm talking about how often did I go to the hairdresser and not ask the Lord, what do you have for them? Yeah. Or how often, you know, that I ha he has all these gifts ready and waiting for for to be handed out and i missed them mm. and to others and they didn't hear his voice because he was using me to 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 get to them mm -hmm. and i didn't even recognize that he was in the room well you, you know why we miss it though it goes back to that systematic christianity because in systematic christianity what we're doing for god mm -hmm. is about us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I want to know where I'm spending eternity mm-hmm. or I want to be healed or I, mm-hmm. I, 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 it mm-hmm. systematic Christianity always focuses on, on me. Instead of doing it unto him. And mm-hmm. Yeah. But when intimacy belongs to God, it's like, I am bought with a price. Mm-hmm. This is unto him. Mm-hmm. And that story, when we come back to Pentecost, we see Peter standing up on the day of Pentecost and we see him preaching the you know on that day as he declares mm-hmm. that over the three thousand people but we gotta remember he missed it back here. Mm-hmm. Right. He missed it back at the cross. Mm-hmm. He 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 departed from the Lord and the Lord told him he was gonna do it. He told mm-hmm. him said Peter you're gonna you're gonna miss this. Yeah. Yeah, because Peter was still in that mm-hmm. systematic Christianity. Oh, I'm not going to do that because I'm walking with you, Jesus, yeah. and I got mm-hmm. this all together. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to miss you, Lord. You're missing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But he was even walking next to him, and he missed it. He was walking right. next to him. <laughs> Right. He was he was sleeping so close. in the same room <laughs> with Jesus. Yeah. He was eating at the same table with Jesus, mm-hmm. and he missed it. Mm-hmm. But this is right. the grace of God. My, my Peter was was gone back to his old life. The scripture said, he, he said, I'm just going to return to what I used to know. I'm going to go back to fishing. Mm-hmm. While he was going back to his whole old life, Jesus said, go tell my disciples and the one who missed it mm-hmm. that you get another chance. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like GPS recalculating. You get another opportunity. Yeah. And then Peter learned, hey, wait a minute. I'm going to hear the voice mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. So I want to say today, like maybe you've missed it. Maybe you to this point and it's been systematic Christianity and, mm-hmm. and maybe you've missed it on the road to Emmaus. And maybe you didn't hear the voice of God in that still quiet voice. Maybe you were the one who did follow that strange voice. Mm-hmm. Maybe the thief has come and robbed you, but you get a second chance There's in the so kingdom much of grace. God. Yeah. It's grace because the Lord, the Father's heart is not to penalize you for missing it, but to teach you to hit it, to yeah. bring you up. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, all of us sitting right here today, can if we wanted to tell stories about missing it, we could tell a bunch of stories right. about missing it. Right. But, but, but we've learned and then we're tuning in and we're learning. And even by missing it, you can learn from that. Yeah. Like, I missed it that time, but I'll get it the next time. Mm-hmm. I'll get it the next time. I was just thinking on that, and I was thinking that as a dad's teaching his child to play baseball, like a, mm-hmm. you got a young child, and you lob him a ball, and they swing it at it. Does the dad rejoice or get upset with the misses? No. Or does he enjoy the moment when you make contact? When you make yes. contact. Yeah. That's the heart of the father. Yeah. Right. He, he's not... He's not beating you down over the misses he's rejoicing over the hits right yeah. that's so good that's so good ricky because in our world we're, we can get disappointed over the misses and we can let our disappointment tune us into the wrong voice yeah just like you know i'm never going to hear the voice of god and i think he loves when we take a risk you know that his heart is like look at my girl go like she tried it she you know she went for it and how often would you be like that with your kids they're trying something new you would totally be encouraging them and excited about the risk that they took and to celebrate the risk and i feel the father just does that for us as well absolutely absolutely i'm going to close with this like the disciples were all in one boat they were all in the same boat Mm -hmm. when jesus said 
when they said, if that be you, Lord, when Peter mm -hmm. said, that's you, Lord, then bid me to come. Mm -hmm. They were all in the same boat together. I believe, I believe this with all my heart. We talked about Peter missing it at the cross, but I believe that the, Peter had experiences of hearing the God's voice. Because he said, if that's you, Lord, bid me come. And when the Lord spoke, Peter mm -hmm. bailed out of the boat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the risk factor. Mm -hmm. Right. And I wonder if, I wonder, you know, this is a little Marvin theology here, but I wonder if the other disciples were probably like, what are you doing, Peter? And then later on, golly, I wish I'd have got out of the boat, too. Right. right. Yeah. I wish I'd have oh, went with Peter. Mm -hmm. I wish I'd have took the risk. Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you today, take a risk. Mm -hmm. I want to encourage you to, 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 to hear the voice of God and to take a risk and to say, God, I'm, the way I'm going to learn your voice is I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to, I'm going to move out of this place of what seems like comfortable, what seems like safety, what seems like, you know, what I know. And I'm going to take a risk on you, God. And I'm going to, I'm going to follow your voice. I'm going to move to the next place or the next level or the next next thing and i'm just going to tune into your voice because mm -hmm. as we read last week about god wants to take us into our destiny and our destiny is going to have valleys it's going to have mountains it's going to have twists and turns it's going to have things in it life is going to come at you but you don't have to fear because the voice of the god is going to lead you as you take risk and as you walk in, in the supernatural realm as you have the faith to believe that god is forming and then no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And today, I just want to say this before Ricky prays. I want to say, if you're listening to this today and you felt like you have failed the Lord, I want to tell you today, get up from that place that you're at. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Repent over those places that you may have missed God and didn't recognize Him. And say, God, today, I'm going to put my trust in you. And I'm going to turn to you. Maybe you, you've never even experienced the Lord today and you're watching this. I want to tell you that God has already been speaking to you from the beginning of time. Before, before you were, before you was, at the moment you were conceived, that God began to speak to you even while you was in your mother's belly. While you were in the womb, God was speaking to you. And he has such great plans for your life. If you can tune into his voice, and he'll lead you and guide you. Ricky, pray us out tonight. Right. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your presence. We just, ask, we just release your presence into each home, each person that's viewing right now. We just release the presence of God in there. That each and every one will hear and know your voice and follow no other. Lord, I just pray that people have security in knowing you and knowing your voice knowing your word and your Holy Spirit. We ask you to guide and direct, create a thirst and a hunger in all of us to know you more mm -hmm. intimately, Lord. Lord, I pray that we just can dance on the disappointments of our past and focus on the fresh and the new things you have for us. Fresh relationship, fresh infusion of your faith and your guidance and your direction. Lord, I just ask you to bless each and every one this week and as they listen to this message that it won't just be a listen and walk away but a listen and grow in knowing you pray these things in your name lord jesus amen, amen. god bless you have an awesome week as you practice <laughs> hearing the voice of the lord